I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and I've got a special guest today. Hi, I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about I'm doing a terrible job at no contact. Oh, how understandable. It is understandable. Yes. No contact and deciding to go no contact during the breakup is one of the most dis difficult Absolutely. decisions. Yes, but one of the most productive. It is because, you know, when somebody breaks up with you, the last thing that you want them to think is that you're going to be waiting for them and available to them at their convenience. Right. And so it's incredibly challenging to cut somebody off that that's the last person you want to be cut off from. Right. right. And you feel like you're going to die. That's right. It's that bad. It's truly that bad. And you remember what I looked like when I went through one of my breakups. Yes, I do. It was tough. It was it very, was... very difficult. And, and, you know, people are... Like, I've been feeling this way for a couple of months. Well, I felt that way for who knows how long, at least so, six months. Yes, at least six months. It was very, very difficult. But and, we all have our separate ways of grieving also. That's right. So going no contact is a very difficult decision, but ultimately, in many cases, the best one. Absolutely. Not all. And I do see some cases where people go no contact when they don't need to. And so they panic and they don't know what to do. So that's why I always encourage to be proactive right. and at least do an email coaching or a, a Skype. To don't just sit alone and feel terrible. Don't do it. That's the worst thing to do. Talking <laughs> is the miracle. It really that is. It helps you feel better. Yes. So I've got a really good email today. Okay. And this is from a lesbian couple in their mid-20s. Okay. Now... They were together for about three years, and they lived together for two years. And she's having a terrible time with no contact. Oh. Uh -huh. So, um, she was telling me a little bit about the situation, and I asked if she had any kids. She said, nope, just a dog. Okay. <laughs> um, she told me a little bit about her ex's family and said that her parents are still married. And I did recognize that her mom would snap at her dad and he would just take it. She made comments to him uh, to make him seem stupid, which I thought were rude. Yes. So that's her girlfriend's parents okay. that treated each other like that. So you could imagine in that kind of environment, it wouldn't be exactly right. warm and fuzzy. It wouldn't help you yeah, grow up to be warm and fuzzy, that's true. <laughs> so, um, we were talking a little bit about the breakup. She was telling me about the breakup. And she said, eight months ago, my ex met a straight girl and they started texting a lot. I was upset about it, but my ex reassured me that this new girl was straight. Mm -hmm. Sounds fishy to me already. Yeah. I started getting needy and wanting attention because my ex was giving it all to this new girl. So supposedly this girl, her ex, is hanging out with this new girl who's allegedly straight. straight. Yep. And her ex 
when they were together at the time, was spending all this time with a new girl and making right. her feel insecure and jealous. Yes. yes. So she did what insecure, jealous people do. Right. In March, my ex told, or in March, the other girl, let's call her Becky. Okay. Becky told her ex that she had feelings for her, which she had never had for a girl before. Yes. So, the ex, in my opinion, was not being honest and upfront all along. She knew that this other girl and her were having an emotional connection other than just friendship. Well, at some point she certainly knew. And so she was being deceptive about that. Yeah. Telling her, oh no, nothing's going oh, on, no, she's straight. Going on, yeah. Meanwhile, now all of a sudden... What's going on with you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, my ex asked for a break from me. She made out with Becky. Wanted to make it work with me for a month and then decided we should break up. Days later, she's been dating Becky since I would be pissed. Well, that doesn't make that didn't flow very well. But, no, I'm confused. Um, I I think that they they took took another month together. Yeah, okay. and then she was probably seeing that other girl, and that didn't work. My ex loves slash needs attention. Becky was giving her the attention that I wasn't, and as soon as she let Becky in, I was basically out and seen as controlling. Again, understandable. I think she was being controlling before. I do too. And she's trying to make it seem like that the other girl had something to do with it, but it was her behavior. Yes. She assures me she still cares about me and the dog, and the maybe, this is interesting, and that maybe one day we will see each other in a bar and the spark will be there again. But for now, she has feelings for Becky. Okay. So I don't like that because she's got her thinking, okay, maybe one day we'll reconnect. Yes. And But it's almost like keeping her in the back. I was going to say, and I hope you're still there when I decide that. Yeah. But I will be the one who decides that. Yeah. Yeah. Not fair. And it's keeping her in this false sense of hope when she's like, I'm going to go out. I like this new girl. But maybe, maybe one day if I'm not with Becky, you could be there for me. Yeah. And there'll be an instant spark. Yeah. Right. I lost it. I did not handle it well. I said every mean thing to her and how selfish and disrespectful she was being. I got the dog and won't let her see him and she doesn't like that. She's holding the dog hostage. <laughs> I've deleted her from social media because seeing any pictures of her makes me sick. I still freak out on her once a week because I couldn't believe she could have treated me like that and now she could replace me with Becky. She just contacted me that her grandpa died. I tried to be supportive but just got thank you. Alright, what do you think about that? I think this is a sad situation. Um, and I think that this girl is kind of, be, kind of being told to not attach and kind of remain available in case the first lady wants her back. Mm -hmm. And that's not a fair position to put no. anybody in. No, of course not. Right. All right. When I was asking her about the two biggest problems in the relationship, she said, we lost our spark, 
was the biggest one. They were not having sex as often or not good sex. And I think that was a symptom. I would agree. I would agree. Of a, of a bigger problem mm -hmm. of attachment. And my guess would be that um, the woman that wrote the email was feeling very anxious and so she felt disconnected from her and because she kept trying to smother right. the other girl, right. that's why... Right. And the person who feels abandoned and left out often does all of the behavior that's going to push the partner away. That's right. right. We both stopped doing the things we wanted. I gained a lot of weight. She quit coach, uh, coaching one of her teams. I love her and I want her back, but is that stupid of me to want? That's her first question. Well, I mean, I think as human beings, we all want and it's okay to want. The trick is to tell the difference between what's real and what isn't. You also have to evaluate how much sacrifice you're willing to make. That's right. Um, so I don't think it's foolish of her to want her. She was no, attached. No, she was attached. So it's and not they, foolish. It's more sad. Uh, she basically emotionally cheated on me for months. But is there a reason she backed away? Uh-huh. We don't, I don't know that we have enough information at this point, do we? Well, I would say if I had to put my finger on it, yeah. that her anxiety kept smothering the other I girl. I would agree. I would agree, because she states it was there all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I would say that would be the reason that right. the other girl backed away. Right. We One of the things you don't know is which of them was out first, um, how comfortable people are with that, mm -hmm. how comfortable they have been as a couple with that, how their families handle those things, because all those things are there. I am gay myself. I certainly understand that. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. And Becky may be real surprised. <laughs> yeah. Because <Yeah. laughs> Becky didn't even know. No. I think may many people may have just been surprised by what you said. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I've never mentioned it. I figured if you ever want to discuss that. Right. Um, but people have various levels of comfort and there's no question about it. There are some additional stresses if you're non-traditional. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Okay, she says, we were talking about getting engaged and married. Well, I mean, that other girl was obviously leading her on to some extent because she knew what she was doing, talking to the, right. Becky. Absolutely. Um, even the day of the breakup, she was holding my hand and kissing my forehead. I think she was just trying to be comforting there. Right. Although, you know, she may still have some legitimate feelings. Sure. That's extremely confusing. Yeah. Do you think that the new relationship will crumble and she will want me back? I don't think you can count on it. I mean, it's, it's of course possible. I mean, there's a very good chance that that new relationship could break up because this girl said she's Absolutely. never even had feelings for another girl before. Right. So what are the chances that she actually goes through with that and yeah. decides she wants to be in a committed relationship when she's never even dated a girl before? Right. So yeah. It's a long shot, shall we say that they'll last. Yeah. Now, her coming back, I mean, I think she could possibly revisit that idea. As, and as you often point out, there's no case where that doesn't happen. People think about and revisit whether or not they've made a mistake. Mm -hmm. They do. They really do. Uh, I'm trying to do no contact, but doing a terrible job. What should my plan be? Well, I think she's not keeping to the no contact because she's still very hurt and angry. And, and she keeps lashing out. And she keeps lashing out. And but she can't do that. No. 
that's very unattractive and you're going to turn her off even more. She's already been turned off by her behavior. Right. And now she's feeling attraction for somebody else, really turned on by the idea of somebody else. You calling, you know, calling her up, lashing at her out, you, you know, you might feel a little bit better in the moment, but then you're making your situation a lot exactly. worse than it you're was. You're gasoline on it, yes. Yes. She needs to, and she'll never be able to move on until she really deals with her grief and anger over this relationship, mm -hmm. which she's not going to be able to do if she continues to lash out. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, she's obviously very hurt by this situation, and, you know, I, I don't know if you picked up on it too, but for me, there was a sense of some kind of trauma in her life, the woman that wrote the email too. I would agree. I would agree. But, I mean, I was getting, I don't, just the way she wrote things made yes. me get this feeling of like, maybe some kind of personality disorder. It's hard to tell. It didn't sound like at its best it was that good. Meaning that you, you don't get the sense that the communication was that good. I mean, for months, um, the second girl was on the phone with the first girl, mm -hmm. and nobody seemed to know how they felt. Um, she said it was benign, and the other woman didn't believe that. The other woman says that her partner needed a, a lot of attention. It sounds to me like both of them needed a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. And it felt like she was very intense. Yes. There was like this level yes. of intensity in yes. the way that she wrote this email. Right. That's what made me feel like there might be some kind of like, maybe not a personality disorder, but something along those lines. Right. That it's that intense and severe right. in the way she described everything. Right? That's right. So, um, she definitely, I think, has to stick to no contact. I think she does, and I think she needs to think about moving on. Because no matter what happens, being secure in herself, enjoying her hobbies, doing whatever she does, is going to help in whatever next relationship she has. And the other thing about it is, even if she does move on, it doesn't mean that the other girl won't come back at some point. No, it doesn't. So, but you have to have emotional self-control in these situations. Right. Lashing out is immature, it's going to turn them off, it's going to make them want to be around you even less. Right. And then you're going to make your situation worse. But it gives her a brief respite from the anxiety. Mm -hmm. Probably makes her feel a little better. But she's going to need that energy to put into her own personal growth. Yeah. So, if you want to get my help personally, just go to the website, AskCraig.net, and sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype coaching. And that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth with Coach Margaret. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.